0: Spring is right around the corner, just another few weeks of excruciating pain and misery in Berlin, and the sun will be out again. And with it, every man, woman, and non-binary creature in between will start rocking short skirt and t-shirt to show off their tattoo collection. Make sure that the good weather doesn't catch you unprepared and untattooed. Click the link in the description below and book an appointment. and welcome back one more week I still don't know what to do with these guys but yeah getting some ideas maybe I'll just go hi I bang the microphone sorry um I'm a little bit under the weather after like a two-parter complaining about March in Berlin now I'm I think it finally got me. I think I survived most of the winter without getting sick. I apologize if I have to stop, <clears throat> drink some water, and clear my throat. Um, if you know a little bit about the tattoo scene in Berlin, you probably know AK is one of the biggest um, tattoo studios in town, right? But even if you do know that about the studio, you may not know how instrumental it was to shaping the city's tattoo scene, or at least the, the contemporary tattoo scene. Um, it opened about, I think, 12, 13 years ago, and which in, in tattoo years is like 150. Years because things come and go so fast, and uh, I think I think it's been such a I don't know such a such as such a big impact on on the way things work nowadays that that it needs an episode on its own, maybe even a couple of them. I think it will be really interesting. <clears throat> Sorry, here we go. Really interesting for for younger tattooers to see how. Or to hear at least how things used to be before AKA opened, uh, before there were any tattoo contemporary tattoo studios in Berlin. You know, um, there was a very clear pattern on how studios used to work, which yeah is 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 very very different to the way they work nowadays. And maybe the way AKA works is not so representative of how the newest version of studios um, operate. Because I think that has more to do with collective safe spaces. Not to say that that AKA doesn't have those, but I think from from that perspective, uh, AKA seems a little bit more of a classic street shop. But at the at the time it opened, it was absolutely revolutionary. So I was lucky enough to to work at the shop for a for a short period of time before opening Iragana. Um, and it really helped me. It gave me the last remaining piece that I needed to to understand how to actually have artists thrive in in a in a tattoo studio. I think I had a very a very corporate idea on how my studio should work if I ever opened one. And I think if I wouldn't have spent these months at AKA. Iragano would be very different, and I think would be not so artist-friendly in a way. Um, but I, I, I think this is a, this is another another uh, idea that would be interesting to explore in another episode. Um, how little things that have to do with customer journey, with the way you decorate a space, with the way you make it functional and the way you talk to the artists in your studio can push them in one way or another to feel either more confident and and blossom as artists or or it can kind of affect their self-esteem and and force them to see themselves more as a a service provider than than a legitimate artist, right? Uh, but again, I'm going off topic. For the most part, besides these these really inspiring periods that I spent at the shop, um, my, my relationship with the studio was always as, a, as a, an external friend of, of uh, management and, and the owners. Um, so most of it took place after hours, just sitting there drinking a beer Having conversations with characters with a capital C, I got the chance to 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 know a lot of interesting people, mostly in a period of my life that uh, where, where I was in a private setting, um, on my own, kind of running away from from tough experiences—not necessarily bad, but but tough experiences in in studios and shops. And I think I needed to retrieve myself, kind of regroup and. Have enough room to to develop my artistic voice, but it came. It came with a price. The fact that I didn't have any interactions with people that I consider to be my peers, right? So I <clears throat> used to live right next door from AKA right around the corner. Uh, I had, like I said, friends working there, super inspiring uh, rooster of residents and guest artists coming uh, weekly to the studio and a ton of art events, right? so, yeah, it would be it would be impossible to to encapsulate in in one conversation all the things that I kind of took away from these from these late night talks with a beer at a k. but one conversation that I I don't know why it stuck with me and I keep on remembering constantly is one that I had with Hannah. Uh, Hannah Graves used to be the the, the the shop manager. And she was starting to become an authority in the city. She had helped curate a book by uh, I think is gestalten the, the the publishing house, um, and yeah, it w- she was like the this this iconic shop manager from one of the most iconic tattoo studios in one of the most iconic um, districts in in the city, and just when i thought things were starting to blow up for her she decided to to quit and you know open a, a different chapter of her life i think the 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 ultimate motivation behind that was was personal reasons and and seeking a new challenge but i just remember having this conversation and asking her like why why would you move away from this right now and and she told me something that like I was saying that stuck with me up until this day. She said, you know, we come from the peer from, from the from the strongest technical era in tattooing, right? The the the, the formation of of tattooers plus the equipment plus the collective knowledge make us see day by day and week by week astonishing examples of, of technical tattooing. And I, I was super happy to be a part of this era, and now I can start feeling and sensing that the tide is turning. And for every movement, there is a counter-movement, People are starting to get sick and tired of these impressively technical tattoos. And I know what's coming, and I don't know that I want to be a part of it. And I don't want to, I don't really stand for it. And I don't want to have to get angry the whole time at clients asking for it, at uh, guest artists or potential guest artists showing me portfolios filled with this new type of work um, she was of course referring before it even had a name to the ignorant style a pack of pickled peppers peter piper picked if peter piper picked a pack of pickled peppers where's the pack of pe? oh i suck at this but i'm trying i'm gonna get there i promise one day I'm going to be able to make decent ad reads when this channel has sponsors, but in the meantime, for as long as I don't know how to read like I'm, I'm a toddler or something, we need your support. Of course, you can like, share, subscribe, comment, all these things are more than welcome and they truly, really help. But we also need money to keep the lights on. That's why we've launched a GoFundMe campaign to collect donations, not only for this channel, but also to support my other two projects, NewFob and Iragana Studio. Both of these projects are nonprofits that support independent tattooers in one way or another. Uh, And the work that I do there is pro bono, which again is a very fancy way to say, for free. Okay, so the cool thing about GoFundMe compared to other crowdfunding platforms is that it's not all or nothing. This means that you don't need to reach the campaign score to have access to the donations. So every donation that you send minus a little something-something for the platform Will find its way to us and help us support these projects and who knows maybe even get some help. Click the link in the description below, read a bit more about the project and help us continue the good work. So what is ignorance style, right? Um, I think everyone knows what it is if they see one but I actually had to look up the definition of it because I don't know if there's consensus, um, as for what, what it is or what are the rules behind the, the aesthetics or. So let me read it for you real quick. What was it? So this, I think, is someone, it's kind of like a mix between. A couple of interviews I think with people from Tattoo Doo, right? Well, as if that would be the authority. But in any case they say uh, ignorant ignorance style tattoos have all line work, simple designs with no color and typically and typically no shading. This street art style of body modification was popularized by graffiti artist Fuji after he started tattooing and sharing his work online. What? Well, Exactly. Uh, the movement is a modern version of the ironic design, which was pioneered by French graffiti artist Fusi in the nineties, when he started to stray from conventional tattooing by using his street art on skin. So I watched an interview uh, with Fusi, and I think his 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 approach to it was simply that of of an outsider, like many other artists um, nowadays, right? He was accomplished in another medium, wanted to almost um, transfer into tattooing without losing his artistic identity, just wanting to learn the craft and was met with a lot of pushback. I, I know nowadays he lives in California. I don't know if back then he was living in France or in California, but... In any case, uh, both scenes are pretty, or were pretty traditional. Um, I think within within Europe or Western Europe, rather. Um, I, I go back and forth. I think maybe Italy is even more uh, purist when it comes to traditional tattooing, but but France is also there's there's very there's very uh good tattooers and who hold very precious the the tradition, not only uh when it comes to aesthetics, but also to the way of learning and whatnot. So in any case, um I could imagine he was met with, with a lot of like skepticism and rejection. So he went like, fuck you guys, let me like he knew how to how to pull off that Style, despite a lack of technique, and it just took off because it it resonated with, with a with a whole life philosophy and and way of understanding tattoos. Right, um, I think a lot of people don't as tattoos increasingly took themselves too serious there was again a counter movement of people who wanted to just have fun with it and not take them so serious and and i think what fuzi kind of started as a as a as an exercise of self expression and just trying to find a translation of his style in, in graffiti as tattoos <clears throat> it resonated with people and it just blew up, right? And and I think a lot of people ask, like, is it just a temporary thing? Will ignorance style stay? Oh, it will stay. It's it's here to stay forever. Because I think there has always been examples of people who, you know, find tattoos stupid and they think they should be stupid, but they want to have them on, right? And this is not going anywhere. will be... Always, always a genre that will stay there. So I think, b- besides speaking to a, to a niche, I think, in, in my personal opinion, the the most relevant um, job that the that the ignorant style had was opening the door to outsiders that all of a sudden didn't feel any longer intimidated by the tattoo scene. When they saw these people coming from the outside and actually thriving within the tattoo scene and and eventually make it to places where they could be giving opportunities to other people, um, I think that invited people that perhaps Connect with that aesthetic sensibility, and not so much with the philosophy behind it, if if there is any philosophy behind it. Because I think ignorant style is almost like a like a like a formal revolution. You know, it's almost like it's almost um, proving that tattoos can look cool, arguably even cooler when the lines are not too perfect but besides that i don't know that they say much one could make a case for maybe ignorant style being the best example for absurdism or whatever you know but um i don't know i i i always think i don't know why i i feel like these 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 hipster Way of liking things ironic is, is very white, is very rich, is very spoiled in a way. So I, that's, that's almost what, what drives me nuts when people think that I run a page of ignorant style. And even when people that make ignorant style tag their tattoos under new fob. I think the main difference between Ignorance style and this new wave of expressionism is in, in in tattooing is actually the honesty behind the work, right? One Is almost like Pretending that who cares and tattoos are dumb and We're all dumb and you, you shouldn't take yourselves too serious and the other one is is trying to make an honest exercise of expression you know sometimes it's so raw not only because of the uh, artist's dna and 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 artistic identity but but more often than not because of a lack of, of technique right but but the whole point is that they're not doing Things purposely wrong for the sake of making the tattoo look dumb, or that it took two minutes to make it. Although they might look similar, I think there's a, there's an honesty um, and, a, and an openness to be vulnerable that that ignorant tattoos will never have. Um, it's almost. Like hiding behind the idea that, hey, if you don't like it, it's okay because I'm in on the joke and I don't care about it either. And it's supposed to look dumb. If you criticize the work of a, of an expressionist tattooer, they'll be hurt because they, that's, that's essentially an extension of who they are as an artist, right? And they're trying to use every line and every, every square inch of, of ink to, to express themselves artistically right so i think that's absolutely not on Fousey. i think that's that's the world taking it and running with it but but i think it's currently pretty cemented the the base of the genre and what it will continue to be right independent of in, independently of the, of the intentions of the originator. And I think if we, if we, if we use Fuzi as the, as the starting point of ignorance style and, and as that time marker when that guy came in, uh, revolutionized the game with his personal take and then these other things happened people took it embraced it and and changed it and it, it evolved and mutated to be a, a completely different thing right i think if we trace back this new wave of expressionist movement within tattooing i think we also find a pioneer in my opinion Michele cervadillo or cervario i never know how to pronounce it sorry man um for me is the godfather of this new movement is a very strategic choice for the first ever post on new fob was his work um, as a as a little tribute and again just like aka his contribution to To tattooing, I think, is too big to just mention it this briefly. I think at some point it will be interesting to make an episode on how he started, how did the landscape look when he started doing what he does and how it inspired an entire generation, including myself. I'm like very close in terms of of, um, generation with him. But I was definitely behind him. Credit worries he's So, I think, yep, this is all the time we have for today. Um, more on that to come. I think every episode shows us bits and chunks that, that need to be explored in, in other episodes. And every episode gives us a little bit the, the roadmap of the episodes that are still to come. So we're barely scratching, sorry, the surface. If you think that this, like always, is headed in an interesting direction, the, the, the format, my, my skills as a storyteller, all these, I hope, will continue to improve as, as videos um, go uh, online. But the spirit, and uh, and uh, I don't know the 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 goal of it all. If you connect with that, please make sure that you share, comment, uh, subscribe, and you hit the link in the description below and read a little bit more about the GoFundMe campaign that we've started. Um, yeah, these also need some work. How to go out of these ones? I have the feeling every time. I say goodbye six times. So just one last, I'll see you next week.